The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here. Okay, the Pentagon in the United States has put together the US Department of Defence, what's called the UK Contact Group. And there's more than 40 countries that are involved in this, including now since last uh, week, Ireland. So we're going to debate whether this is appropriate or not for a country that is military neutral. Cahill Berry, independent TD for Kildare South and a former member of our Defence Forces here in Ireland, um, what do you make of Ireland's decision to get involved? Is this a breach of our neutrality? Um, good evening, uh, Matt. No, not at all, actually. So uh, Article 29.4 of the Constitution is very, very clear. Um, and I actually have it here in front of me. It just says that the state shall not adopt a decision taken by the European Council to establish a common defence when that common defence would include the state. So it's very, very clear that, that this meeting, which took place on Zoom two days ago, doesn't even approach that threshold. And if it did, it wouldn't have got past the Attorney General's office. So nothing to worry about when it comes to our neutrality, you think? Uh, not at all. So I would be far more concerned as an independent member of the Foreign Affairs and Defence Committee if this meeting didn't take place because Ireland has actually pledged €33 million Euro, uh, to Ukraine in, in military assistance and it's very important that money is coordinated and spent properly and there's no waste. So we had to be part of the meeting as far as Absolutely. Concerned. And basically it's just a, a follow-on from the, the announcements that have already occurred. I mean, everybody knows it's on the dollar record that there's 33 million being channeled to Ukraine. And this is just a follow-on meeting to make sure it's done in a controlled uh, and a synchronised and a coordinated way. Paul Murphy, People for Profit TD for Dublin South West. How reassuring is that to you? Not very. Um, neutrality is not in the Constitution. Um, we proposed to put neutrality in the Constitution about six weeks ago, and Cahill Berry voted against it uh, together with the government so that we don't have a referendum to decide whether we put it in or, or not. So it isn't a question. I'm not making the case that it's a breach of our Constitution. But I am saying that for the Irish government to participate in a military group led by the Pentagon, in other words, the U.S. Department of Defense, hosted by and chaired by the U.S. Secretary of Defense, the first meeting of which took place in a U.S. military airbase in Germany, which coincidentally is the military headquarters of the NATO Allied Air Command, um, and which is focused on the delivery of weapons into a war zone, that is a breach of neutrality. That's not a surprise in the sense that the government is clear that, or semi-clear that they would like to be rid of neutrality. Michael Martin has said it's a policy matter which can change at any time. But a big problem here is that this wasn't said to the doll. It wasn't publicly announced. It wasn't the subject of any uh, debate. Instead, the Irish government just simply did it. And that's because they know that they're losing the public debate on getting rid of neutrality. So they attempt to simply do it by the back door, bit by bit by bit, uh, do away with what is left of our neutrality. You're not a member of that government, Cahill Berry, but what do you make of Paul Murphy's analysis? Um, so, so basically, I was aware of the, the, the meeting. I was a member of the Foreign Affairs and Defence Committee. The meeting was scheduled long in advance. For instance, we know that the next meeting is taking place on the 15th of June. Um, so we know that already. Um, the first meeting took place last month, as Paul quite rightly said there, and that was for the, the 42 um, members of the international community who wished to give uh, lethal uh, military aid to Ukraine. And the second meeting, which took place by Zoom last Monday, so two days ago, um, that was expanded basically to an additional five members who didn't wish to give lethal uh, aid, but just non-lethal assistance. I suspect the number will be larger again uh, in, on the 15th of June. And that's meeting. why Ireland came into the second meeting, because the money we are giving is not being used 
for what would be regarded as lethal armament. Uh, exactly. And uh, again, the minister wasn't even present for this. This would be a, a routine meeting at official and, and military level. These go on regularly. I, I wouldn't be concerned at all. As I said, I'd be concerned if the meeting didn't take place. So, Paul Murphy, are you guilty here maybe of exaggerating the impact of this? No, I mean, the, look, this is what it is. It's a Ukraine defence contact group, which is focused on... But is that not a good thing then? Is that not something um, that we should be proud to be part of, that we should be actually assisting Ukraine in its defence against an illegal invasion, which has now been shown as well to have, inv- have involved war crimes, crimes against humanity? No, I, I don't think we should be abandoning our neutrality and lining up with what is clearly a effectively a front group for NATO. It's led very clearly by the US. I watched the opening sections of the meeting. People are, it's online. People can see it. It's very focused on militarization. And instead, we should be focused on things that we can actually do to have a real impact in terms of assisting the people of Ukraine. Um, For example, increasing the amount of humanitarian assistance. Let's focus on medical assistance, for example, to the people of Ukraine. Let's lead the call internationally Um, for cancellation of Ukrainian debt. We've put down a motion on the order paper, but up until now, the government has said, oh no, it could threaten the financial integrity of the IMF. Let's take action against the shadow banking system in the IFSC used by Russian oligarchs and others, which would actually have a real impact, as opposed to throwing away our neutrality and allying with one of of the military blocs. I'd agree with a lot of what Paul has said there, actually. Um, so the €33 million Euro that's been allocated to the European Peace Facility by the Irish government, um, that's going to be spent on medical equipment. So basically trauma bags, uh, blood transfusions, communications equipment uh, and PPE. We're all familiar with PPE from the from the pandemic. So PPE in the military sphere is body armour, which is known as bulletproof vests, basically, uh, helmets and also hazmat uh, kit in case there's a, a nuclear uh, event or a, a weapons of mass destruction event over there. So... In fact, Simon Coveney announced in the uh, the door, which I wasn't expecting yesterday, that an additional €20,000 has also been given to the uh, International uh, Journalist Federation, basically, to provide body armour for journalists and reporters and, and media workers in Ukraine as well, so that the truth can continue to get out uh, from the front line, but they're adequately protected, uh, protected also. So I, I see a lot of consistency uh, uh, across this at the moment. Do you think we should be giving even more money, though? Well, basically, it's it's the allocation key at the European Union level is 1.9%. So whatever the European Union decide to do, and they've decided to give about 1.5 billion in, in military assistance to Ukraine, Ireland's allocation key is 1.9% of that, which works out at 33 million. So they're paying their full share, or so Ireland is paying their full share at the moment. If the EU decides to up from 1.5 billion, then Ireland would most likely match that as well. Okay. Paul Murphy, why are you so concerned about NATO? NATO isn't at war here. It's Russia that has invaded Ukraine. And as I said to you earlier, it's Russia has has been uh, committing war crimes. We think um, the best way for Ireland to have an impact on the international um, sphere is to be consistently against all imperialism. So that means speaking out really clearly against the Russian invasion of Ukraine, against the war crimes being committed. And what could the speaking out against it actually do? Well, like I said, we've put down a motion for cancellation of Ukrainian debt, which is something that's called for by social movements in Ukraine, by a major trade union in Ukraine. How does that impact on Putin's invasion of Ukraine? How is that going to get Russia out of Ukraine. Would you not want to see Russia removed from Ukraine effectively to lose this war? 
we want to see Russia removed from Ukraine to, to lose this war, absolutely. And we don't want to see NATO strengthened as a consequence of that, because we cannot close our eyes to the actions of NATO in Yugoslavia. We cannot close our eyes to the actions of NATO in Afghanistan. We cannot close our eyes to the actions of NATO leading countries in Iraq. I mean, responsible for the deaths of millions of people. So the horrors that we are seeing in Ukraine now, those horrors were inflicted on an even greater scale in terms of numbers of casualties by NATO in the Middle East. And it's also a political reality that the establishment in this country is and would like to be allied with NATO. It is US troops, over 3 million, which have used Shannon Airport to go and participate in, some of them are NATO missions, some of them are, are US missions in the Middle East. So NATO isn't all of a sudden transformed into a good guy just four weeks ago the US uh, was effectively threatening military action against a tiny nation, the Solomon Islands in the Pacific, um, for the possibility that they might have a, a Chinese uh, military base on their territory. We don't think it's a good idea to have a Chinese military base on their territory, but it's clear that all the language of sovereignty and so on is out the window and the US is prepared to threaten military action. So we don't think we can paint NATO as the good guys because they're, they're not. What do you say to that, Carl Barry? Yeah, I, to be honest, look, I, I don't detect any affinity for NATO in this country at all. I can look, I'm on the Foreign Affairs and Defence Committee, independent member. My, my job is to track these events. What I do detect an affinity for is that Ireland as an independent, uh, sovereign, neutral country should be able to stand alone and protect itself. And we have major issues in our armed force at the moment. We're actually generations behind. And let me just give you one example. The, the situation in Irish airspace at the moment, that wouldn't be tolerated in any other uh, self-respecting nation. I mean, there's a major flight risk. We have aircraft flying around uh, our airspace with their transponders turned off. They don't file any flight plans. They basically don't engage with air traffic control. And it's a collision waiting to happen. And we have no means of monitoring our airspace in any shape or form. And um, what normal countries would have is they would have military-grade radar so that you can passively detect all aircraft in your airspace, whether they have their transport sponders on uh, or not. So it's a major deficiency, and we have to work in that area. And just very briefly, was it the French government or the French ambassadors suggested Russia has no respect for Ireland's neutrality? What do you make of that? Sure, it's 100% accurate. We, we, we all saw uh, Yuri Filatov's famous interview on, on, yeah. uh, on the news, um, so basically lied to our face. Uh, he's lied to the parliament uh, a number of times, and uh, we've seen their exercise off the coast uh, only a couple of months back. So, I mean, just... It, don't judge them by their, by their words, judge them by their deeds. Yeah, so Paul Murphy, we might have a lot of self-regard for our neutrality, but does it matter a damn to the likes of Russia? Russia doesn't care about our neutrality, no question about it. Nor does the US military. I mean, NATO have also had military exercises off our coasts in the EEZ, multiple. Um, there was no controversy over that. There was no scandal over that, but it happened. Um, it's NATO forces which used Shannon Airport um, and unfortunately, the Irish government itself has no respect for neutrality. So we think w what needs to happen is actually have a principled approach to neutrality, um, which means uh, no participation or support for any of these military alliances, the Russia-led CSTO or the US-led NATO, and a consistent anti-imperialist position and being on the side of ordinary people around the world. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Paul Murphy from People Before Profit and uh, Cahill Berry, Independent TD from Kildare South. And uh, this, of course, was picked up from a piece that the Times Ireland edition had. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Today FM. It all happens here.